The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Are you like me and thought one day I want to start a podcast. Well, it's easy. All you do is go to Anchor FM and sign up for free. Then all you do is you can record from your computer or your phone. And next thing you know, all you do is upload your episode. And then like magic, Anchor just goes and releases it everywhere to Apple, to Spotify. You name it, it releases it there. It's easy. It's simple. It's fun to use. And like me, I'm not very technical oriented. Again, easy. Not like the rapper, but it's easy. If you get what I mean. So again, go to Anchor FM, sign up, and uh, start being a content or podcast creator today. such thing as death. Life is only a dream, and we are the imagination of ourselves. Welcome to My Third Eye, prying open your thought, truth, and reality, questioning everything and anything from conspiracies, cryptic, spiritual, natural healing, and everything else there is to encounter. Everything we think is not real, just might be real. Welcome to My Third Eye. They'll just mention that and they leave it at that. They don't mention how it was an act of you know crime to be doing autopsies and like he could have been you know punished get got the death penalty for they don't see how that might connect that he was being allowed to do something like that you know it's like a it's like conspiracy theories for dummies all right ladies and gentlemen welcome back to another fun exciting adventure into my third eye Yes, and yours too, hopefully. Uh, this episode is uh, Julia's second appearance 
on the show, and this will be the first of a two-part series that we did on Leonardo da Vinci. And uh, she uh, she did her research. She came up with uh, some really good information and stuff that I didn't even know about, and especially in part two. Now, you will see that this uh, episode is only one hour long. If you want the full episode, head on over to Patreon. That's patreon.com forward slash my third eye. Sign up for $3, gets you three bucks, gets you the full, full episode. Okay. So I know I just sounded like uh, a Minnesotan, um, but it, it's okay. Uh, $3 gets you the full episode. You can't go wrong. And if you're already on the $5 tier, you're, you're going to get it. So, I mean, my money, if I were to do it, I'd just do the $5 tier. That way, you know, you get Talk at the Tavern and the full free episode of My Third Eye. Uh, also, we have an affiliate coming shortly. Um, do not forget to go over to Discord and uh, go follow Open Minds Media. Uh, I'm part of that. Uh, it's a very welcoming community. And also, coming in September, Bizarre Encounters with Ghost and Shane. Yes, all new podcast talking about aliens, cryptids, uh, being abducted, uh, you name it. If you've had a bizarre encounter, you know, get a hold of me at my third iPod at gmail.com and uh, hit me up on Instagram. Uh, we will be putting out our own. Actually, it is it's bizarre encounters at outlook.com. So you can also email there. Uh, again, that's bizarre encounters at outlook.com. You can email us there if you've had a bizarre encounter. And don't forget to check out inquiries of our reality with Shane. And uh, like always, thank you. You know, don't forget to hit the YouTube. Uh, I don't care if you, you watch, just just subscribe. You know, get some numbers up there and, and puts the algorithm uh, in, in, in a better flow state. Same with giving a five-star rating and review. Uh, you can do that on Apple and Spotify. Uh, also, if you have any information or a topic that you want to come on the show and talk about, again, email, hit me up, or DM me on, on Instagram. Uh, other than that, everything's in my link tree. Don't forget the curcumin. Uh, great stuff back on it and uh yeah can totally tell uh, a huge difference so sit back and enjoy the first free hour of uh this episode and again if you want the full one and you only just want to, to pay for you know the the full episode three bucks you know that's way that that's way cheaper than a gallon of gas and that's for a whole entire month uh you, you do the math divide three dollars by by 30 days or 31 take your pick but anyway sit back and enjoy and thank you for all your listening support All right, welcome back to another episode of My Third Eye. I have returning guest Julia and the founder and uh, host of the new podcast, Cosmic Peach Podcast. So I want to encourage anybody to go check her out on uh, all the major platforms. I believe she's on Apple, Spotify, Anchor, and probably uh, all the others. So having said that, uh, Julia, how are you? And welcome back to My Third Eye. I'm doing great. Thank you so much for having me. And I'm excited about what we're going to be talking about today. Heck yeah. I'm ready to get into some Da, da Vinci Code shit. Me too. So uh, where do you want to start? Okay, so I have a slideshow for everyone. Okay, let me... Should be able to share your screen now. Okay which this will be good because then 
I can throw this up on YouTube or BitChute and people can then watch that, watch it. Cause sometimes, you know, with, with the audio, you know, it's, it's, yeah, hard to, it's hard a lot better if, um, you're, you're able to see what I'm talking about. Right. So did you have, uh, did you have fun last night? <laughs> yeah, it was, it was fun. Good. The drinks weren't very strong, but <laughs> <laughs> that sucks. All right, here we go. Can you see my screen? I can. Now, right. are we gonna are we gonna start with him being like the inventor, or are we going down more of a, a different yes. road with Da Vinci? We're going to we're gonna kind of talk about like his background and like who he was as a person, but but not like how people assume. Oh, Leonardo, the guy who painted the Mona Lisa. There's a lot more that is is not um not talked about that okay. i kind of want to cover be to, just to give like a background before we jump into like um the the da vinci code kind of story actually and before we do that do you want to uh, let people know because i kind of skipped over that where they can find you on social media for your podcast and where to get oh. a hold of you if they want to be a guest on your show or or anything like right, that. right 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 thank you ghost um, so you can find me on Instagram at cosmic.peach.podcast. And if you want to come on the show, if you have something interesting, just DM me. Um, and yeah, that's where you can find me. Awesome. So let's go ahead and get into Leonardo da Vinci. All right. So Da Vinci was trained as a sculptor and a painter, but he actually ended up going into geometry and uh, mechanical design, anatomy, and geology. Okay. Which <laughs> he, he was like a jack of all trades. <laughs> right. Yeah. So he was one of the most brilliant minds the world has ever known. Um he was born in uh, Vinci, Italy on April 15th. Happy birthday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 1452 in the Italian Renaissance time period. And um, of course, Renaissance is French for rebirth. So mm -hmm. this time frame was fiercely dominated by uh, the, the Roman Catholic Church. And I have okay. here. Yeah, there are. They're, they're nice people. City and the little Renaissance era. All art was under the direct scrutiny of the church. And most artists of his day were painting images from the Judeo-Christian Bible. Um, while Leonardo's first piece was Medusa. <laughs> oh, and shit. so this is. Yeah, this is kind of like what everyone else was painting at the time. And okay, yeah, I'm familiar with the other paintings there. I didn't know, I didn't know that was his first painting was Medusa. That's that's interesting. Yeah, it was actually um, a sculpture. Really, it's a shield, as okay. you can kind of see right here. It's like a shield, and he carved out and painted the Medusa head on um, on the shield. That's pretty awesome. It's a little actually. alternative, just right off the cuff. <laughs> <laughs> And then, so 
Leonardo finished a painting for the artist he was a student of, and his name was um, Andrea del Verrocchio. And the painting is called The Annunciation, as okay. you can see here. Now, is there any other background to this painting other than he did it for um, his teacher? He was an apprentice under uh, Verrocchio, and I guess he so verrocchio painted this the landscape everything he pa he painted um mary here okay and the only thing that is leonardo's work is what you can see here the angel okay I'm and you can tell from the face if you look at mary's face it's really delicate and feminine but Le leonardo for me i always look at like the lips and the eyes and the nose and mm -hmm. the way he always does the hair in the hand. He always does a really um, significant hand gesture in his paintings. So okay. this is definitely Leonardo's angel. Um, and the just painting... me or is the, the Mary figure almost missing half her fingers on, on her left hand? Like her, yeah, her it's, right it's hand. like they're nubs. Yeah. Do you see that? Yeah. Right here. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, so this painting depicted the moment the angel came to tell Mary she would become pregnant with Jesus. Mm. And Leonardo, um, he was asked to finish the painting um, by painting the angel. And apparently there were some tests that were conducted on this painting. And just to confirm that Leonardo himself actually painted the angel. And they, they confirmed that he did, but what, what also happened is when they subjected this painting um, under x-ray, the angel that Leonardo painted disappears. Really? Correct. How is that? So, Leonardo used a different type of non-lead-based paint, uh, uh. which was not common for the day. They actually used... Um, like a egg based paint and okay. it was a popular medium at that time which is why uh when when this painting is subjected to scans the angel disappears because he he used some kind of non-lead based paint but it's speculated because leonardo was notorious for hiding things in his paintings mm -hmm that he was leaving behind some type of message in the painting by signifying that this meeting between Mary and the angel never occurred. Okay. Does that make, that makes sense. Cause I was sitting here while, while you're going through it, just kind of like looking over this whole picture, seeing if I can pick out any symbology or, you know, obviously she's given, you know, the, the peace sign, you know, and mm -hmm. then, and then Mary has those nubby little hands, but her right hands, their fingers look even longer, like her pointer finger and they middle finger. They look spider-like to me, yeah. almost. Not that I, mean, I don't know if that has that... anything to do with it. Well, I mean, it, it's really up for interpretation because who knows? Like, w would he have known that if you scan the painting with that special paint that he used, the angel would disappear? I mean, he was a genius. Right. I was kind of thinking along those lines, like, did he, like you saying that, did he do that knowing that maybe one day there'll be a technology that they'll 
you know, scan it mm. and, and mm-hmm. his painting will disappear in a, like a magic sense. You know what I mean? Well, yeah. And he was a heretic. So he, he always pushed the envelope on subjects like this. Like he would have, he, he would have wanted people to know that he didn't think this ever happened. Okay. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. he, he would, he's trying to tell us like, yeah, sure. Uh, the angel came to Mary and told her she was pregnant with Jesus. Like, yeah, right. okay. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's, <laughs> yeah. That was kind of like his personality. Which makes sense. I mean, I don't know. We kind of we kind of got into that uh, last night after you left on on the tavern a little bit about religion and what have you. So, you know, oh dang, I'm sorry I missed it. Um, that sounds so interesting. <laughs> yeah, you know, and, and I don't know. It just gets brought up. You, know, I don't know where everybody stands. You know, I, I they're all man made religions and 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 interpretations of what you know god or or you know mm-hmm. the jesus story or the muhammad story or you know shiva hindu what, whatever religion but they all have so many similar ties so i don't know it, it was a good conversation and it was it was nice to have because you know like i even told my wife we had it and she's like oh boy i said what why are you saying oh boy and she's like well did you guys actually talk or did you argue i said no we had a conversation I said, that's what the tavern's about. No, that's what podcasting's mm-hmm. about. You know, you don't have to agree. I said, you know, I, I have questions and uh, I have different beliefs, you know, and, but I'm not going to tell somebody, you know, hey, you have to believe in Jesus. You know what I mean? Or you have to believe right. in Muhammad. No, believe, whatever at the end of the day makes you happy. Believe what you want. As long as you're a good fucking person. Yep. I don't care what you just subscribe to. I just want you to be a decent fucking person and have a little bit of a sense of humor so we can have difficult conversations and still respect each other at the end of the day. Absolutely. And that that's kind of where I come from. But I I feel like this this kind of stuff is interesting because you can see all the way back to like Leonardo's day. It was also kind of like a a topic of conversation like not everybody agreed that this kind of stuff like this is the one truth you know right and we're still having that conversation today yes exactly that's that's exactly what i was trying to say it's like we, we're still to this day we can't <laughs> we can't figure it out <laughs> but so uh, the during famous the, image. the years oh what I said this is the famous famous image of the man. Mm-hmm. So from the years 1476 through 1478, Leonardo disappears from the historical account. Mm. And no one knows where he was or what he was doing during these years. Mm. And when he returned to Florence in 1478 he was on a whole new level beyond just art he produced aerial maps of entire cities with incredible accuracy and he designed and produced the world's first self-propelled vehicle really look at this shit ghost damn like these maps like a this is the actual city and this is what he started painting. That's unreal. This is before like, how would he flight. Get that? Yeah. This is before flight ghost. And look at this bicycle thing. Yeah. 
So you disappear for two years and then you have this unearthly knowledge of how to, uh, how to draw cities down to like the suburb from like aerial. I mean, look at this. It almost kind of makes you put some credit behind Tartaria. You know what I mean? Like how, (laughs) how advanced was things back then? You know, we're told everything was so simple, but you know, I, I have a basic under, understanding of, of Da Vinci and being an inventor. And I mean, he, he invented the first like scuba diving apparatus mm-hmm. and a whole bunch of other mm-hmm. stuff. You know what I mean? And it's like, where did he get this knowledge? And, and looking at the map down in the bottom right hand corner of what looks to be a Google image and then his painting. I mean, it's, it's, it's eerie. Yeah. It's spot on. It's eerie, the accuracy and why? Okay. He disappears for two years. Nobody knows where he's at. And then he shows up and he's got this like crazy amount of knowledge all of a sudden. Mm -hmm. What was he doing? I don't know. It reminds me of uh, someone else that came, came into play later on by the name of Nikolai Tesla. Oh, I love him. (laughs) (laughs) So, he invented machines centuries ahead of their time, and I believe that the Vatican took him in and showed him the forbidden knowledge. Mm. I believe they gave him access to the libraries that many um, whistleblowers have confirmed exist and that is how he obtained this incredible burst of creativity i mean look at the picture of the heart and we're talking 15 13 <laughs> wait till 15, i tell 16. you ghost you ain't even gonna believe this shit listen in the vatican from 1513 to 1516 leonardo began performing autopsies on cadavers in the underground catacombs of the city mm-hmm this was considered an act that at the time was punishable by death. It is said that Leonardo was brought from Milan to the Vatican to quote unquote paint, but instead started dissecting bodies to study the parts. Supposedly this was forbidden by the Pope. However, I feel they knew exactly what he was doing and they were encouraging his endeavors. And in the 36 months Leonardo was at the Vatican, um, he documented and performed dozens of autopsies with incredible detail. Yeah. You I telling mean, me they didn't know what he was doing down there. Right. And my the, ass. The funny thing is the Vatican you know, for being, okay, religious, has always had their hands deep in the science aspect of life. I mean, with their, I think they have a telescope called Lucifer or (laughs) something to that effect, or maybe a satellite, I forget what it is, but I mean, they've always eerily been involved in the science aspect of things. Well, yeah, and if you think about it, like, if if you if you believe in like that they're they have underground like pedophilia cults or death cults or they're into like ritualistic behavior the dissecting of dead bodies and like pulling their parts out and like 
looking at them and that would be like right up their alley you know mm -hmm. what i mean yep yeah, and so i mean it it's, wouldn't it's not look, looked down upon now but back then i mean that would have been a huge red flag mm -hmm. of like being a heretic or or luciferian religious yes big time mm -hmm. and so if you're gonna sit here and tell me they didn't know what he was doing down there i would just say my ass because i feel like they probably they they were enamored by him and respected him and they let him come and like probably get into the library and he might have scenes like some tartaria stuff and and drew some maps right. or or they they gave him like express permission to come and do these autopsies or something and i mean that's that's my opinion you know somebody else might have another opinion about that but i highly doubt that they didn't know what he was doing right so in um in his journal he recorded his notes using a technique called mirror writing or you know just writing backwards so if anyone were to find his notes they would not be able to decipher them and he obsessed over every detail let's see of the mona lisa right mm -hmm. and it took him 16 years to finish this painting. Does it look like something that took 16 years? I mean, go look at it. I mean, no. You know what I mean? And then that kind of ties into the uh, uh, Mandela effect that at one ooh, point ooh. she wasn't smiling and now she kind of has a smile. I literally have that in my notes. Oh, good. Because I said, <laughs> am I the only person who remembers the Mona Lisa? Like, what is she smiling or is she not smiling? Mm -hmm. Yep. But yeah, Look at I this mean, painting, she's clearly smiling. Yeah, she's she has smirking. a smirk. Yep. But and it used to be like, oh, I don't think she's smiling. And then somebody else would be like, oh, she's definitely smiling. I was one of the people that was like, no, she's not smiling. I don't know. The corners of her mouth just kind of slightly curl up as if she's just. Well, they do now. Yeah. But this is a big Mandela effect for me because mm -hmm. it is clear that she's smiling in the portrait. But I do believe this is it, it didn't used to be so obvious, you know. Right. I don't know. And, it, and it's not super, I mean, yeah, it's detailed for its time. I mean, the face, you know, the face and, and hands and, but like mm -hmm. the, the hair and the clothes and the background, I mean, I get it. It, it. it is aged, but it's not heavily detailed for something that would need to take 16 years unless he was working on other things. And we just work on this here and there. Right. Um, but it's not like she's like a wrinkled old woman and you you'd have to like get all the wrinkles down and like all the right. little creases in the face and it's it, she looks like a relatively young woman supposedly it was a, a portrait of a silk merchant's wife okay i i don't know it they never got the painting no <laughs> <laughs> and so it has been said that Leonardo always um, hides his secrets and symbols and messages in his paintings. And because he implemented mirror writing in all of his documentation, it is speculated that he also, um, he used mirror painting 
in his imagery and that you can find hidden details by inverting the images. Mm. So let's Shit. take a look. Yeah. <laughs> this is a Mona Lisa. And when you invert the image, what what's that look like right there? That looks like a alien or a, a reptilian. Uh, <laughs> Look like a damn reptile to me. Yep. And and, and when and, you invert these, they have almost like a very dark, like Luciferian. Hell feel yeah, to they them. do. Hell yeah, they do. Look at this one here of uh -huh. Mary with her arms around the baby Jesus, like yep. in the halo thing that comes around her head. And then there's two little horns above it. Mm hmm. But yeah, her then, oh, that's just weird. So then you take, then look at this. It looks like a man with like a helmet on. Uh-huh. But the face is like reptilian. Yep. And it's wearing one of the, it looks like it's wearing one of those old head headdresses like you'd see in uh, Egyptian right. paintings. Right. And like then maybe this looks like. Maybe it's like, Anunnaki or something. Ooh, yeah. And then. That looks this like looks like a UFO. Yep. And then it's like coming down in like a skeleton face. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Look at it. What do you think, Ghost? It's, I have, I don't, I don't know. I'm lost for words, to be honest with you, because it's just so, I don't know. Cryptic. It's like, yeah. Very. Because mm -hmm. like you can see the painting, but then you can see. It's almost like a, it's a shadowed being because like, okay, you, you see that skeleton type of face with this elongated kind of neck, okay? And then mm -hmm. it looks like his, the hands are kind of coming up in, in, in a certain way, but then it looks like it has like long, dark hair and like this weird headdress on top of it. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's, it's, it's weird. With like the UFO on the top. Yep. And like the weird like little hands mm -hmm. coming like. I don't know. This this one creeps me out almost as much as the Mona Lisa one with like the the reptilian. Doesn't it look like the reptilian has like a miter hat on, like what the Pope wears? Yep. Yeah, Ooh. and you see that in. I don't know. The other one's more like a Egyptian, but yeah, like yeah, almost like the the Pope, and then its little hands are kind of coming together, and it looks like energy's being passed yeah. back and forth between its fingers. Yes, that's exactly what I saw too. You're literally saying the stuff that I had written down so I didn't forget. <laughs> nice. We have like the same, yeah, cuz yeah. look at it. Yeah, it's it's weird. Okay. Hmm. So, now these are some fugly looking people. Look, look at her, look at her. Okay, Leonardo is well-documented in comparison with most other artists of his time. We have thousands of pages of his writing, but never anything personal. Leonardo was extremely private about his personal life. However, there were a few personal things he had written about himself right after his two-year disappearance. Okay. In one of the very first accounts, he describes in his youth exploring and finding this huge, vast cave in the middle of nowhere. 
And he stated he felt terrified by the darkness and the vastness of this cave and what might be lurking within it. But for some reason, felt compelled to go inside. Mm. It is not described what was in the cave, but we can only assume that this was very significant to him because he never ever commented about anything in his own life story. And I again believe that contents may be ha- like been edited or something taken out so we may never know what he truly found in the cave, maybe by the church. Maybe okay. he did write what he saw in the cave, but they took it out. Um, because Leonardo began drawing these grotesque heads and depictions extremely opposite to his very close and careful, realistic human depictions. Right. Look at this shit. That black and white one right in the middle. It looks like a little demon in the back and, and in a bunch of like Holy Pope looking guys. Yeah. And then these, these big heads and weird. They almost. But you alien. know how like how realistic he was, and how it took him sixteen years to paint the Mona Lisa, and then we see these like uh, mirrored images because he was so meticulous with his painting. So what if these are actually sketches of something he really saw? Could be. I wouldn't doubt it. Because if you look, look at this veiny neck mm-hmm. and the this bulbous head, like elongated heads. And it looks like it has tentacles coming off instead of hair. Mm-hmm. And it this one to me, I picked this on purpose because it is said that like people of the nobility and royal families come from these elongated head extraterrestrials right Mm -hmm. and they ended up being in the vatican and they have like like ancient bloodlines and so what if they're what if they're like undercover somehow and they wear those big hats to like cover up their their deformed heads and stuff because this one looks like she's got on a very nice dress and has this veil thing that look with the big brooch Yep. And like the veil coming down and like, I don't know. What do you think about like, and this one has a veil on too. I think it's one of the ugliest women I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> you have it's to like drink the face looks like a years. man. And then you scroll down and it looks like there's, you know, breasts, you know what I mean? Yeah. But it's, it, yeah. And then, yeah, I don't know. I, if I saw something like that, I, I, I think I would fight and not flight. <laughs> Yeah, no, it's really creepy. And look at the like little wispy hairs. Mm-hmm. It's still detailed, like classic Leonardo, like the detail and like this demon thing. Yeah. But they're the these guys' faces are real realistic looking. Mm-hmm. Especially the I don't know what's your what's right. your take on that? I, I don't know. I mean <clears throat> In like go, in like the cave thing. If we go down that path, I mean, you know, that leads into, you know, rumors of hollow earth and, and beings actually, you know, supposedly mm-hmm. or reportedly uh, living underground. And, you know, you, you hear 
quote unquote whistleblowers, you know, stating that, yeah, you know, there, there are these reptilians that live underground and, you know, never seen, you know, only come up and then there's take it for what it's worth. There's video on the internet of, um, the Vatican and they're like these cardinals and bishops and what have you are march like doing a, a a walk by and there is like one of these big-headed uh reptilian looking creatures walking by and you know in the mm. procession i mean take like i said take that for what it's worth you know it could be fake but at the same time it could be real because the vatican's into some really sketchy shit and then my mind kind of goes, you know, okay, maybe, maybe he had a weird dream or he might've done some hallucinogenics or whatever, and just sketch these just out of, you know, something in his imagination. You know what I mean? Like, cause we don't, we don't really know. Cause obviously he's not around to ask, but mm-hmm. it is crazy that they all have very similar features, whether it's elongated, you know, heads or bigger heads and these big faces and noses and mouths and then Mm -hmm. real wrinkly i don't know it's just weird yeah like just the 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 distorted i don't know yeah but then you look at the black and white one the the middle guy looks like something from greece or or rome (laughs) you know what i mean like he's he's looks like like a like caesar or something you know he's wearing wearing like a you know the headdress of, of like caesar did well, yeah, and it's just funny you say that because I thought, yeah, and it's like the they're talking about something, and then there's like a demon in the back. Like, yeah, it's just so creepy. With his mouth wide open and his tongue slightly out. Or it could be like a tortured person. Who knows? Yeah. Like this, the the one guy looks like he's just got this look on his like evil look on uh-huh. his face, and there's like a tortured soul like screaming in the back i don't know it's very very off-putting compared to like the last supper (laughs) oh very very (laughs) and so odd yeah and speaking of last suppers um if you if you ever want to get into just an episode on that uh i would suggest to reach out to uh ron weed and from Mm -hmm. imaginarium of thought uh he does some some really interesting uh, dies into that as well are we gonna get into it we're gonna get into it in part two but i just Good. wanted to set up you know like um and i and 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 he might have something that i don't have which is everybody has their own opinion but yeah, everybody he... likes to kind of focus on the last supper and the da vinci code kind of theories but he comes at it from more of a numerology aspect right of it, right right which is I don't know. It's crazy. It's hard to fat like to listen and not see the the, the audio. It, it it's it's a lot to take in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think was he on Ryan's show? He was, and he was on with New York Patriot as well. Yeah, I'm not a big numerologist. I mean, I do dabble in it a little bit, but I I'm a lot more fa- not a lot more, but I I find it fascinating to kind of like pull him apart and kind of see what he was doing before the last supper and what kind of led to his heretical um 
depiction of things. Right. Because the Last Supper, I mean, it's a a big, huge fresco that's like on dollar store um, placemats now. Oh, yeah. It's everywhere. It's everywhere. And it's like, if you say The Last Supper, some everybody knows what you're talking about. But it's like, how did we get to that point? And why is it so pushed in our face? Because there is some creepy shit in that painting. And we're all, we, we look right past it. Absolutely. So, um, there, there's some more right here. Oh God! Of the grotesque. Yeah, I'm gonna have I wanted bad dreams tonight. I thought ET was fugly. <laughs> I mean, I just wanted to get the point across that, like, these are such. Um, they have almost a demonic, especially the that, one on that's the very. Exactly what I was gonna say. Left. I was gonna say they have such a demonic feeling coming off of them. Like the the orangish colored picture, like he, he almost looks like uh, Voldemort from uh, Harry yes, Potter. Yes, with the flattened face. But nope. look at the curvature of the ear and stuff. Yeah, it, it's it, like I'm looking at a real. It's like looking at a portrait of a distorted human being. Like uh-huh. they're even like the details of the neck, and then like the elongated head and the flattened face. It's just disturbing to look at. And like they just have this like this one right here. This looked like a Pope to me. Look at the garb. A little bit. Like the the, the whatever, you know. Yeah. You know how they'd be wearing them cloaks or whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. And it's weird how that 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 one image, the the mouth isn't as big it's more sunk in but it's a very long nose with a a head that goes back where all the other ones have really big mouths and their noses are almost touching their lips you know well the one is touching its lip you know what i mean and then the one on the far right isn't much different than the one on the the left only it's got longer flowing hair and the ears are kind of more they don't go to a point like an elf but they're rounded at the top but they're long like an elf they, it looks like a monkey person to me. A little bit, yes. Like Planet of the Apes or something. Yeah. Which, like you said, like the Hollow Earth thing, like he might have he might have seen these hybrid people, like with these big elongated skulls and like distorted faces. Yeah. Who knows? I mean, he probably wrote about it. It was like, it was like. In his notes, he describes going into the cave and and feeling scared of what was in the cave, but feeling compelled to go ahead and go in. And then it's like dot, dot, dot. And then it's just like nothing else is written. Right. Almost like it was taken out so we could never find out what he really saw when he went in there. And he never wrote anything about himself. So he must have thought it was significant enough to mention. Mm hmm. Because why would you say like, oh, I was out and about um, and I was walking through the woods and I saw this cave. Yeah. And then nothing else yeah. is ever mentioned. <laughs> like, but the yeah, Vatican, li- the Vatican and, and, and the, the, the elites like to take a lot of a lot of things out of uh, historical texts, such as the Bible as well. So to confuse us. Mm-hmm. And um, 
you know, during this this time, UFO phenomenon was documented in Europe and some parts of Asia, and the um, the helicopter was actually cre- uh, credit to Leonardo's designs for vertical flight. Which look at this man! The disc with uh, four beaming lights coming down, and then there's supposed to be almost this is Jesus. Jesus, yeah. What's that got to do with it? Maybe he, maybe he's saying Jesus was was actually an alien. Well, and like, look at this painting, and and if you look right here, homeboy is shielding his eyes. Uh huh. To look, do you see it right there? He's shielding his eyes to look upon the UFO because, and look at this, it's gleaming and glowing. Uh huh. This was before flight, and then Leonardo all of a sudden comes up with this um, concept for a helicopter. Right. And is that supposed to be Mary? It is Mary. Yeah. And it's always like religious paintings. It's odd. So we have this beautiful religious, it looks like Jesus is healing someone. I don't know what's going on. I'm no scholar on paintings, but, and so we have this crowd gathered around and then a UFO with four beaming lights shining. What in the world? Hmm. Maybe that was and him why saying. Why doesn't anybody say anything about this? And and the homeboy is definitely shielding his face to look upon this thing because it was obviously so bright. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a smudge in the painting. Look how detailed that thing is. Yeah. I mean, the only place I've ever seen uh, the one with Mary, I I don't recall seeing the one with the the one with Jesus or whatever, but I have seen the the one on the right on ancient aliens back in the day. You know, and they're about they the only people use this one yep. in ancient aliens to be like, oh, look, they were painting, but they don't correlate that right afterwards. Leonardo comes up with like this concept for for vertical flight. Right. And it's like somebody's giving them I, I'm not a huge UFO alien person, but you got to admit something's going on here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't know. He, I don't know. I take it as he knew something more than what we did. What you know? What everybody thinks he did. You know what I mean? He got like a a course from the Vatican on yeah <laughs> extraterrestrial one hundred and one. Or hell, maybe he was abducted for those years, and uh, <laughs> that's where he got his knowledge too. You know what I mean? If he was abducted, I mean, because he has such heretical views on like christianity and stuff you would think that he would believe in like a higher power if something like that happened to him True. but if he was but if if the vatican took him in and he got to see like the underground library or whatever it might have and then and then the church itself like everybody reveres them and everybody looks up to them and there are heroes and there are holy people but they have all this stuff in the basement and then it's like all this hidden history and all these hidden secrets and all this um, forbidden knowledge. And if he got to look upon that, I feel like you would become an atheist. Yeah, true. Very true. 
You know what I mean? Like you would have no faith in anything. I wouldn't because I'd be like, oh, so these holy people that we're supposed to rely on for our connection to our Lord are lying to us and keeping us dumbed down and ignorant of our own history and demonic and these ritualistic things that they do. And we're supposed to hold them in some kind of a high esteem. I don't think so. I would be disgusted. Yeah. um, Makes sense. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. it's a form of control, you know, at the end of the day, uh, you know, keep us dumbed down so they can control the masses. And I think that there are UFOs. I believe it a hundred percent. And I know people still encounter UFOs, but I'm more of like an interdimensional kind of person. I don't think they're coming from space. I think that they're coming from another dimension or it's just like us from the future. Yeah. Yeah. you You know, because if we had this technology in Leonardo's time, so that's what I was going to get into is like some of these inventions because he was like 500 years before his time. This robot that he, he created the first fully functional robot. And I guess he gave it to uh, King Francis the first or something like that. But this lion like walked in, I saw it on like ancient aliens or something. It like blew my mind. I was like, wow, he really created this. But what they don't mention, they always have like, I feel like ancient aliens is like co-opted. <laughs> oh, totally. Yeah, I, like, I quit yeah. watching that years ago because of it. It is like, you know, and you get the dude with the big hair always saying the same shit. And they never, like you're saying, never, okay, they'll say about this lion or that UFO in the picture, but they never go into what, what you know, Leonardo might have invented or, you know, deeper mm-hmm. into it or where, where he might have got the ideas. You know, they just leave it at that. You know, okay, there, look, there's a picture, you know, and. <laughs> yes, exactly. You You described it perfectly because like, they don't go into anything. If they say he was invited by the Vatican to come to wherever to paint, they'll just mention that and they leave it at that. They don't mention how it was an act of, you know, crime to be doing autopsies and like he could have been, you know, punished, get got the death penalty for they don't see how that might connect that he was being allowed to do something like that. You know, right. it's like a, it's like conspiracy theories for dummies watching yeah, yeah, ancient pretty, aliens. Yeah, pretty much. You know what I mean? But hey, you know, if it wakes some people up and makes them research it on their own, like you have, then maybe yeah, it was a good they, thing. But I, it, it got like, I, it got to the point where I was just like, it's the same fucking shit. You know what I mean? Like It is. They almost make it digestible for like the soccer moms. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? It's like they give you a lollipop of conspiracy theories and you're like, oh, this is interesting. But then when you really dive into it, you're like, this dude was doing what? Uh-huh. And you don't see how that might be like a demonic, like occult thing that he was doing. Right. But we won't talk about that because we're on the history channel, you know? Yeah. Yeah. We have other <laughs> we have other intentions to push. Um. Yeah, and so he did, um, he came up with the concept for the scuba suit and the tank and 
the hang glider and um yeah it none of this stuff was duplicated until like 300 years later right and that underwater breathing scuba suit is creepy as fuck look at that fucking thing man oh and this tank thing was supposedly like 360 uh fire like it would go do 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 like all the way around Okay. And then it's like the hang glider person and, you know, but his parents were not married, so he couldn't attend like the prestigious schools. Um, the other artists of his time have a, had attended. So he saw, you know, these, these visions of the future and he had all this information, but he wasn't educated. Right. Maybe that's so why he, he had it? this, maybe that's why he had this passion to prove that, all right, motherfuckers, my parents weren't married. Fuck you. I don't need to go to school. I am smarter than you. You know what I mean? I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I mean, that's just one theory. I, I get him today. I'm just a dummy too. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, yeah. And I will just give a little teaser, but you know, Leonardo was infamous for painting himself into portraits. So there he is right there. Can you see him? Oh, okay. Yeah. And he painted himself into this portrait and somewhere in here is like a weird disembodied like knife hand. I don't know if you can see it from this one, but it's somewhere around here because you see how this guy's like got his hands up like, whoa. Yeah. And then if you zoom in, I guess there's like a, a, a hand with the knife. Oh, it's right there. Do you see it goes? Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. This yeah, is like, like a, a guy's blade. hand with a blade in it. And this guy's like, whoa, don't stab me, homie. I didn't yeah. mean to do it. Do you see? But he also has his other hand on uh, Mary Magdalene. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But see, but his his shirt's brown and, and this dude's wearing blue. So it's like a weird, it's like, this is why I say it's like a disembodied hand. Yeah. Yeah, because the people on the left are like, yo, whoa, what's going on? And she's kind of leaning in. And it's like he's Mm -hmm. telling them, telling her, you know, something. Better be careful, hell, or I'll stab your ass. Yeah. And then the people on the far right are kind of having their own conversation, almost like an argument over Jesus, per se. And then look at at Leonardo, look at his face. And he's talking to this guy and he's like, hey, listen to me. See how like his hand uh-huh. is like, listen to what I'm saying. And he's like, no, but it's Jesus. Look, he's right there. And he's like, like his. <laughs> and the other people on the other side of the table are like, no, that's not Jesus. Almost. I never it's looked very... at it this way. Yeah. Yes. And so I'm sure. Did you watch the Da Vinci Code? It did years and years ago. Okay. So it's all about, you know. Jesus has on the coral, uh, the coral top with the blue cloak. Mm-hmm. And this is supposed to be a young Peter or someone, but it's really Mary Magdalene. Right. And Mary has on the exact opposite with the coral cloak and the blue top. But if, I mean, we're going to dive into this in the next episode, but look how feminine this character is that's supposed to be 
very feminine. And you can see, like, she's got a rack. Come on now. Mm -hmm. In the long, like, flowing hair and the delicate facial features. I don't know why this dude has got... Can you see my mouse? Yep. Okay, what is he pointing at? You know how, like I said... It almost looks like he's giving him the middle finger. Well, yeah, because remember I said before, Leonardo is um, very... um, he's known for his his dramatic hand gestures like in the annunciation with the angel and he's got like his two fingers up yep. and so what's if you inverted this photo i would love to know what you find like this is a dramatic hand that's a dramatic hand these are dramatic hands these are dramatic hands the all of them like if you took um this photo out in like sliced it here or sliced it there or here or here and like inverted it what it would look like yeah everybody but like one person maybe two mary and the gentleman not with his hand on her but the the one with this dude yep the one with more of a green and the one all the way to the left Mm -hmm. are the only ones that don't have a very dramatic hand gesture because the mm-hmm. guy in the, the the coral is reaching behind the other dude and tapping the the, the dude that's mm-hmm. whispering to to Mary or whatever. Yeah, this is I've never really looked at this painting this, this much. You know what I mean? Like I've stared at it for hours because I'm trying to do like my own investigation into it and not just like because the Da Vinci Code's a great movie. Fuck Tom Hanks, but I mean. <laughs> It's a great movie if you if you want to just like kind of you know get, get the gist yeah. of it, but not. It's a movie. I mean, it's it, there. They added some spices. Oh, absolutely, of course. But I want to know for myself because this image is so ingrained to everyone's mind that when they look at it, they know exactly what it is, and they're like, "Yep, it's Last Supper, whatever." Where's the chalice? Where is the Holy Grail in this photo? Not there. Wasn't Boom. It, wasn't it there before, <laughs> though? No, God. That's what I'm saying. There's never been a chalice on this table. No, you're, maybe you're right. I always thought there was one kind of in front. You know what? Maybe I'm remembering it wrong, but it could be. Maybe it it's be. another Mandela effect. Yeah. Yeah, I always thought there was one kind Show of Show me right... the chalice. Yeah, it's not there. Show me the fucking chalice. And everybody's like, this is this is the painting that gives you the Holy Grail, the chalice that Jesus drank of. But it doesn't exist. No, it doesn't. Like, fuck, dude. Yeah. Everything that we think we know of is is hand feeded to us just like how you get this this fresco as a a placemat and you look at it every day on your dinner table i don't know you're probably really tacky if you have this as your placemats but yeah you look at it every single day and you're like yes it's the last supper and jesus drank of the chalice and he said drink of my blood and pass the chalice around but it's not in the freaking painting and that that's another thing with with drink of my blood okay take that 
literally that's that's human consumption you know what i mean like <laughs> even if he's not divine it's blood or, drinking. yeah or if he is divine you know why would i drink your blood that's what vampires do that's what demons do you and know what i mean like of my flesh yeah and and they're people are like oh that just meant bread and wine and it's like no no that's not what it meant not at all it's really uh, i hate to say everything's demonic because i sound like a a karen or so it's <laughs> demonic it's demonic but welcome to the cosmic beach podcast flesh. with karen <laughs> eat of my flesh and drink of my blood yep That's... if you just heard that out of context you'd be like okay what kind of freaky shit you into mm-hmm. yeah you into eating humans you into cannibalism like what <laughs> like get the fuck and out of like, here i just got into a conversation with um davy wavy from the red pill cartel mm-hmm. podcast and we were talking about holidays and I said, I listened to your latest episode and I just want to let you know, like, I feel you on the holidays because it has nothing to do with Christ. No. But we we celebrate them because we feel like we are um, we're meant to do to do so. You know, it's it's just part of our culture. But why do we give each other gifts on Christ's birthday? Well, the story goes because the three wise men gave brought gifts for for little baby well it was the motherfucker's birthday i don't get gifts on your birthday ghost oh that's true that is true. like why why do we give each other a gift on christ's birthday when every single thing he ever said was i am the ultimate gift i am the ultimate sacrifice you need nothing other than me you know i went and and was slain i'm the lamb that was slain i am the ultimate gift the ultimate sacrifice but every year on his birthday we empty our pockets to Mm -hmm. go buy gifts we cannot afford to give to other people and we don't pray we don't do any any type of religious nothing no and i think that kind of ties into where santa claus comes in and who santa claus actually represents is chronos and if you dig a little deeper, um, Easter was the celebration of like fertility and what would happen in these pagan religions and what have you is basically they would all get together and have these big wild orgies in order to have all these babies being born right around Christmas. And why is Kronos's belly so fat is because they sacrificed the babies to Kronos. He ate the babies. And then that got manipulated into um, Santa Claus and, and bringing gifts. And, and people, like, like with Easter, okay, he died on Friday, Good Friday, but he rose three days later, right? And that's why we celebrate mm-hmm. Easter. Okay, we'll just say he died at 1 o'clock in the afternoon on Friday. Okay, one o'clock in the afternoon on Saturday would be 24 hours. One o'clock on Sunday would be 48 hours. <laughs> that means he, we should be celebrating on Monday. Go, you, you know what I mean? Words like, right out of my mouth. Like, but, and, and the bunny and the eggs, and, and you try to tell that to people, and it's like, no, it's about, well, then why, why is there a fucking bunny and eggs? Because bunnies fuck a lot. And eggs are and the eggs symbol are of fertility. fertility. 
you know, that's what it was stolen from, from the pagan religions. And so my husband and I went to Easter Sunday church because that's what he wanted to do with his mom, you know, and I was like, yeah, of course, we'll, you know, go to church with your mom. And so he gets through his whole sermon and, you know, everybody's, yes, you know, won't somebody praise him? Yeah, I get it. It's, you know, and he ends it with all children, nine years and younger, please join us in the back of the church for an Easter egg hunt. And I was like, fuck everything you just said then. Right. You pagan motherfucker. Yeah. And and that's the biggest thing that, that even, even. I, I like I, I even challenge uh, Colorado Dank on, on it a little bit. It, and I did last night as a friend because I know where he comes from things and where I come from is most of all this. And he knows it as well because we were we were going to do an Easter um, show. And with my work schedule and his work schedule, it, it just we didn't it didn't happen, mm. which it is what it is, you know, maybe next year. But uh all these holidays were were taken from pagan and druid beliefs and just slightly changed and added in as a christian belief you know what i mean like with christmas with easter (laughs) with you know what i mean and and people i could go to work and talk to the one employee that's a huge bible thumper and and oh my god no that's not true no it is motherfucker it is what why don't you look into history and, and the Roman Catholic empire that spread out to destroy the snakes in Ireland, the snakes, pagans, mm-hmm. and Druids. There were no snakes. They stomped out the pagans and the Druids and then adapted some of their beliefs in order to convert the people or kill them. If they don't mm-hmm. sounds like Absolutely. a great religion, but yet we yeah. harp down on Muslim beliefs because they, Oh, well they want to kill, you know, the, you know, the non-Muslim believer. And it's like, Christians did the same fucking thing. You know what I mean? It, w- there's not much difference. What, not only did we do the same thing, but in a very mild way, we continue. We, I mean, Christians continue to do the same thing because if you come up against a Christian and you question their beliefs, they will quickly tell you what a dog shit piece of ass you know worthless human being you yep. are and you're going and to hell like, what church do you go to i'd love to come and visit yeah i'm you know. so glad you're so full of love yeah and, and they are the most like. judgmental and judgy people there are oh my god you you vape or you drink a beer or you smoke a cigarette or you you do this and oh you're going to hell you have tattoos you have earrings mm-hmm. yeah it's like get the fuck over yourself. You know what I mean? And and I'm not dogging on anybody that listens to my show or your show, you know, on their religious beliefs. I'm just dogging on the people that, that shove it down your throat and are so contradicting and do the opposite where, uh, okay. For example, the guy at work, hypocrite. you know, he, yeah. Hypocrite. He, he's a big manipulator. Uh, he, Okay, if you're if you're so steadfast in your Christian belief, why do you speed everywhere and, and drive 10, 15, 20 miles over the speed limit? That's illegal. That's breaking the law. And that, that goes against, you know, what it tells you to do in the Bible. And why aren't you telling all the truth? You just tell parts of of of, of truths and let, uh, because you're telling a little bit of truth and but leaving out a lot of the rest, which is a
that shit what you read in the covenant is cap i was bred by the government fact check every head when it come to this upside down system had enough of it another sapien that's on the globe lost code looking for the direction but don't nobody know the only bit of insight that they ever sold me i've been start to find out doesn't really hold every highfalutin piece of shit hidden in a tie high motives to align goals Cheating on your wife, my ties at the ninth hole Someone gotta die, they don't care, they itemize souls Tit jobs from Botox to light bulbs Light bulbs in my head of where I might go I'm on a tightrope walking this edge And I've been wondering if anyone loves me Shit And I've been wondering if anyone loves me yeah. Fuck And I've been wondering if Look I've been hopping down this rabbit hole for quite some time to find lines that connect through to all their lies. They normalize a real life poltergeist to trust Pfizer with a remedy to make you right. The thought's sick. I take a chance and roll my dice because something in my stomach isn't sitting right. I want to soul search, find a place to bring in light, but I can't cuz fuck. I'm batshit what you read in the covenant. It's cap. You were fed by the government. Fact check every head when it come to this upside down system had enough of it we bad shit what we read in the covenant it's cap we were fed by the government fact check every head when it come to this upside down system had enough of it i want the power to shake shit and shift shape tap in the pineal eye without a mistake we have the power to live right and get straight but they found a way to remove this they bitch made hey Keep on calcifying glands with your flow ride while I flow ride the valor of rhyme I'm flying high by the seat of my pants a beat speaking to me no I'm talking back every chance hoping one day I make it overseas or to France but in the northwest I trip without a traveling band yeah and that's word of my cat plug I'm higher than giraffe puss look with the cat drug in now I'm scribbling this rap in the bathtub at midnight I don't fill it up with the tap cup soaking in my cannabis suds anything for a buzz reclaim my residue inside of a dab jug peel through a fat stash burning the last snug I picture this dimension I don't want to come back from but here I am still stuck in the bathtub my brain fried but honestly I'm fine I'd rather not have one I'm bad shit I'm fucking bad shit and it's your fucking fault it's their fault straight up I'm done I'm bad shit what you read in the covenant it's cap you were fed by the government fact check every head when it come to this upside down system had enough of it enough of it